You're listening to Mr. Suave at MrSuave.com. The bar! The whole fucking bar! Go, I say go away, boy, you bother me. You are listening to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World at MrSuave.com and on modradiouk.net Interrupting all programs It's a mod, mod world How wonderfully cheerful you look buzzing around on your bike Well, you'd look cheerful too with 50 cubic centimetres throbbing away between your legs <laughs> there fans of windmills and scissor kicks this is Vic from Star Collector in Vancouver Canada and you're listening to Mr. Suave at mrsuave.com and on modradiouk.net
My failure to break into the literary world in my 20s was devastating, yet it taught me a vital lesson. That it was not me who was wrong, but literature itself. Founder, producer, and mixologist of the Modcast, Mr. Suave. Are you ready to rock and roll? Time to tighten up, kids. Get tight with me, your humble host, Mr. Suave, right here, right now on Modcast number 509. How about that opener there, huh? Definitely got some... Britpop vibes, uh, maybe even some punkish Dead Kennedy echoes that I hear in there. Definitely all smash and swagger with that buzzsaw guitar all the way along. That was UK indie rocker sports team doing Happy God's Own Country. It's their uh, 2021 single released last spring. Band has announced a new album coming out this summer. Mm, you know, gosh darn it, if I didn't predict this, I introed Sports Team to the Modcast back in 2018 on a show about current bands that could be called Britpop. Rightly or wrongly, I know that's a, that's a whole other argument we're not going to get into at this moment. Anyhow, I did. I played Sports Team back then, and I said at the time that y'all should get on the bandwagon because Sports Team were going to make a mark. As usual, I was spot on. As I was last year when I recommended a certain band. At that time, this band was new to me. Uh, Now, though, they are well-known to purveyors of good music everywhere. Pretty sure everybody who cares about good music has heard of them. They will be joining me shortly right here on the Modcast for a nice little chat. That would be The Chelsea Curve, a band not afraid to call themselves a mod band. How about that? Anyhow, they were one of my favorite bands of last year, and this year for that matter, and probably for a number of years to come. I, I mean, just listen to them. But I said when I first played the Chelsea Curve last spring to watch out for them. And here we are with uh, me being right again. They have a brand new album just out. All the things from Red on Red Records, and it is a blast. They will be joining me momentarily. In the meantime, be sure to check out the full track list over at mrswab.com. You can also peruse my bonus third set there, all with videos posted right there on the Modcast homepage. Until then, here's a blast of some great music.
baby lied when she said I was the only one for her. My baby lied when she said I was the one. You see the stains on the things that are once out of her love. You better run when the push comes to shove. I come up from work and there's somebody there. She looks at me like she don't believe. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe that you wanna leave. My baby lied when she said I was the only one for her. My baby lied when she said I was the one. Been able to say all the things I want. I love her. Love you better run when the push comes to shove. Na 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 I come home from work and there's somebody there. She looks at me like she just don't care. I turn her away, but she fancies me. I can't believe that she took this dare. My baby lied when she said I was the only one for her. My baby lied when she said I was the one. Well, they were strange on the things that I want out of her love. You better run when the push comes to shove. about that that last band right there is the next band you're gonna hear from right here albeit slightly different makeup that last song was my baby lied by boston punk rock outfit frigate frigate were popular on the new england music scene in the early 2000s and as you can hear they had a very cool punky melodic approach to songs something not exactly foreign to the chelsea curve who you heard right before that twice it was twice as nice right that was the chelsea curve doing their bombastic single from 2021 top it up with all its bits of late 70s punk rock and also kind of a very modest jam 
Christ-like feel to the whole thing. And talk about doubling up on the good stuff. I had to throw in even one more bit of goodness from the Chelsea Curve, and that was Inconceivable, a song which, to my ear at least, has a really almost grungy, certainly very 90s sort of sound to it. Both of those were part of the single series the Chelsea Curve dropped on us all last year. Interestingly, bringing this all together is the news, such as it is, that two-thirds of the Chelsea Curve were the heart and core of Frigate. So Frigate busts out some good tunes in the first part of the century, Then we fast forward to 2018 and the formation of the Chelsea Curve with Tim and Linda from Frigate, who then bring on drummer Ron. There you have it, the Chelsea Curve. And then, as you'll hear, they had some great bits of inspiration, a couple of which I spun up there at the top of the set. You heard the Buzzcocks, I Don't Mind, and kicking it all off, The Clash with I'm Not Down. I picked those songs because I can hear them in the Chelsea Curve. That's the band's uh, early inspiration, and I definitely hear that in their songs. All right. Welcome to the Chelsea Curve. Joining me on the podcast today, I'm going to have you guys introduce yourselves so that listeners can put a, a name with a voice, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the exciting things you've got going on. All right, cool. I am Linda Pardee, and I sing and I play the bass in Chelsea Curve. And I'm Tim Gillis, and I play guitar and uh, do a little bit of vocals. And you do uh, have a third member who will be joining us shortly, we hope. Uh, Ron, and uh, he'll jump in when he gets here. I just have been so excited listening to your stuff over the past year. All the singles that you put out last year, they were really fantastic. I became a fan right away uh, and started following you. And so I would just like to find out from you guys, what in the world got you, especially during a pandemic, to jump in and start doing an album and singles and all of this stuff? How did that get going? We had been playing, actually Tim and I, I'm going to back it up a little bit. Tim and I had started out together long ago playing in a, a punk rock band and that sort of ran its course. Um, we took a break from that and I started writing some songs and I wanted to start up something new and I really wanted to keep working with Tim because the way that he plays guitar is exactly how I would play guitar if I could, but I can't. So, <laughs> so um, Tim and I worked on some stuff and um, we got Ron on board to uh, flesh out the songs and and they started to become real. We started playing out in 2019. We got a couple of really good shows under our belt before COVID hit. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you do? Um, that's when we started recording and writing more. And we hatched this idea that, well, maybe we can just fling songs out at people every month and uh, just sort of keep in people's faces that way, you know, or in their ears. And uh, so that, that's kind of how we did it. I don't know, what do you think, Timmy? Yeah, that's well. You know, we we were kind of uh, messing around with songs for for a little while, and then we um, maybe twenty eighteen ish or twenty nineteen ish. We um, you know we got our act together and we got Ron on board and we started playing and um, been playing around Boston for a long time. So you know we were able to get out there and we made some good connections and we it just started playing and then you know everything shut down and yeah. uh, you know the we timing is 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 everything, isn't it? You guys are all set to go. You start writing and getting ready and then. Uh, stuff shuts down, but it sounds like you've been uh, friends and uh, bandmates, I guess, for for quite a while. What was the band you, you were in previously together? That, that was Frigate. And and how how long ago was that? That was uh, 
I guess early 2000s-ish. Been a while. Yeah. So you guys have been playing together for quite a while, I guess. Yeah. 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 We put out one album back, back when, you know, then it, uh, it ran its course as things do. And, um, yeah, then we kind of were in musical limbo. Well, I was more in musical limbo. Linda was just doing other stuff. And, uh, and then we decided to get this thing going again because, um, you know, Linda had all these ideas and I was looking for something to do and work pretty well together in terms of writing and playing and it's all good fun. And so, um, and so here we are. We were going to record anyway. You know, we we had started to um, you know get enough songs to put something together. You know, right. um, at the end of 2019 and into 2020, and um, you know, we knew that we wanted to record at some point. But then that became the only thing there was to do, and so you know, we kind of just by hook or by crook put our stuff out in various ways. You know, we did goofy videos and we did a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and then we uh, we kind of landed on the single scene thing because it seemed like a good thing to do to kind of. Uh, pepper the world with, with songs every right when you can't go weeks. out and play live i guess like yeah. during the, the lockdowns uh the only way to do it i suppose it was a great idea you did like one a month for quite a while there i think eight months eight months yeah that's a great way to stay in front of people yeah. and you released those digitally uh obviously uh did you do any uh you know seven inch singles or anything like that we haven't we haven't done that yet. Um, that's that's something that in the future we would like to do do more. You know, do something that's more tangible. Yeah. Do you, are you guys into records and vinyl and collecting or anything like that yourselves, or are you just purely you know playing loud music? <laughs> I still have my my vinyl collection from from um from long ago. That's that's pretty much all I have. But I would I would be interested in starting it up again. So England. That's coming up. That, that's actually that's coming yes. up. Yeah, are you, I, you must be looking forward to traveling over there. Yeah, absolutely. We can't yeah. wait. It'll be fantastic. When when will you be going? That is um, mid May. Yeah. May. Okay, so it's yeah. coming up really soon. That's yeah, great. Seventeenth like, uh, to the twentieth or something like that. And how many shows will you do while you're there? We're doing three shows. Yeah. Well, we're going to be playing um, at. The international pop overthrow oh, okay. and they uh i'm told that that will will be okay yeah it's um always interesting when i talk to british you know musicians and say well why don't you come to the states and they're like do you know how crazy hard it is to come to the states i mean it can be expensive for one thing but also they can get uh, a lot of hassle for getting permits to play here and things um so yeah. I know that a lot of people come and they don't bring their equipment. They borrow a guitar when they get here, you know, and they kind of get on stage under a slightly different name or something. So they don't ah. get themselves in trouble. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. I think that kind of goes in both directions, but we're, we're trying to work our three way through all that right now. <laughs> well, the international pop overthrow, I mean, they've, they've done this so much. I would guess they can uh, manage you through that whole process. Who else is going to be part of the festival? Um, let's see, on our, when we're playing, uh, Lanny Flowers is on our night, uh, Emperor Penguin. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so those are two that, that I remember. I haven't really memorized it all yet, but those two stuck out. Um, well, one of the things I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about, too, that I like to talk with musicians when they come on is, uh, got an idea that you guys started out a long time ago as a punk rock band. And uh, obviously interested in all types of music, but what what's your inspiration for? I guess early on, you know, being a musician. What was it that inspired you or led you down that path to 
playing an instrument and wanting to get on stage. Do you want to go first, Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> how far back do you want to go? Um, as far back as you want. Yeah. You know, I, I'm always interested to know how people got started. Yeah. yeah. Well, my um my musical origins go way, way, way back when I was a little kid. My best buddy and I, we were probably uh, I don't know, twelve or thirteen, and he had a loft in his garage, and he had um he had a bunch of cardboard boxes up there, and we had took those boxes and, and a bicycle basket and made a drum kit out of it. Cool. <laughs> and so I drummed on that with two by fours or something, and <laughs> and he had um, some cheap guitar that he got, and uh, and we made some cassette recordings <laughs> of oh, whatever man. we could. <laughs> I'd love to hear those. And so, <laughs> And then we took off from there, from from cardboard drums to <laughs> to touring London. But Here um, we are. you know, and, and um, you know, that's just been from day one. And uh, you know, I went through all the all the phases when I was a kid. I you know went through my metal phase, and uh, but I really kind of um, went all in on the punk thing. You know, I loved the Clash and the Buzzcocks and the Ramones, and you know all the all the people, all the punkers like and. Um, and that was what really, you know, got things rolling. And then, you know, most of the bands that I've been in kind of uh, have been doing stuff based around that kind of thing, you know, from then on, you know. Cool, cool. Well, I started out on, on drums, actually. Wow. Um, cardboard? Not cardboard, <laughs> no, like marching band. And um, that was awesome. Then the, uh, the jazz band needed, didn't have a bass player. So I said, man, I think maybe I can try that. I don't know. So my older brother had a bass. He let me borrow it, and uh, since nobody else was trying out to be on bass, I guess that's how I got in. And, it went, <laughs> and then uh, from there, like I would jam with my brothers. We would like play upstairs, um, you know, music of the cars and Devo. Uh, <laughs> but then, um, as I started to play more bass, um, and I heard, you know, as a teenager, I heard the jam and Bruce Foxton's bass lines just like, you know, just just really hit me just right. And I'm like, okay, I think. That, that's kind of what I want to do. I mean, I also love Blondie and Pretenders and, of course, the Buzzcocks and the Clash, as Timmy. And uh, <laughs> just sort of, you know, just kept going. I haven't really it's stopped. It's stuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. I have a guest caller. <gasps> I wonder who that might be. Let me see what we get here. Hello? Is it the pizza I ordered? <laughs> hey, guys. This is Ron. Sorry about that. Hey. Right. hey, I'm glad you made it. Oh. Yeah. Ron, Fantastic. this is Rob. How are you? Hey, Rob. How are you? Nice to meet you virtually here. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. Uh, we've just been talking a, a little bit, getting some of the background on, on the band, and uh, I will throw it right to you and put you on the spot immediately. <laughs> uh, I was talking with uh, Tim and Linda about inspirations, what got them inspired to be a musician. And so you can jump in and maybe tell us a little bit about what inspired you to take on this crazy lifestyle? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, my dad was, uh, he's a rockabilly guy in the 50s, and so from the earliest memories I had, you know, Little Richard and Elvis and Chuck Berry were played at copious volumes in our house. So for me, like nice. the whole, the whole, you know, one, four, five progression singing about Doc Cops and, uh, and Maybelline was just, I don't know, it was, it was like eating and sleeping. So it was just a big part of me. So, but I never thought about doing it until I was in eighth grade, and we had two punk rock guys in, uh, in all the middle school, and I was friends with them. They came and said, "Hey, we're starting a punk band, and we need a drummer." So we already called bass and bass <laughs> and guitar. So you're going to be a drummer. I said, "I don't know how to play drums." They're like, "That's okay. It's punk rock. You don't need to." And uh, <laughs> one of them had a Muppet, Muppet Babies like 
paper drum set at their house and we covered with duct tape and that was uh, that was how I learned to play and just play, playing along to uh, the first class record just learning basic 4-4 beats and uh, yeah so it was I guess it felt pretty natural because I'd just grown up around the beat and uh, playing drums just you know playing along with the Clash and the Ramones it wasn't, it wasn't that hard right? <laughs> once you learn the 4-4 beat you're kind of like alright I'm in so cardboard so. drums for Tim and paper duct tape drums for you Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was literally like a, like a toy drums. I wasn't even made to, to be so played. So in case um, nobody's ever heard Chelsea Curve, um, we're all drums. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a drum core. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. You all had this early inclination to uh, punk rock. And then how do you come about ending up in the Chelsea Curve? And I appreciate the fact that you like to call yourself a mod band a mod pop band that you play mod music that is not something that um in the recent past anyhow a lot of bands even though they did sound that way they don't always embrace it quite as uh, openly as you have so i appreciate that how did how did chelsea curve come together the three of you specifically well we had started together um playing together and around that time i uh, i remember i went to this mod night that a friend invited me to at a small club and they had a couple of mod DJs, one from New York and they were playing like deep cuts and really like, I just walked in and there's like all these people dressed up and the people dancing. It was just like walking into this really cool world. And I just, I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted that for us. I wanted to be a part of it. And um, so we, we sort of are trying to, to go in that direction. And uh, I hope to get my, my, um, license for so that I can ride a scooter this this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Scootering um being in Seattle it's not the the most encouraging scootering weather here so I don't have a scooter anymore. Um but I've like considered one. it with gas prices the way they are that it would probably be smart to get one again. <laughs> I just love um just like the whole scene and like actually like through a lot of the online uh, mod scene boards. That's probably where I first encountered you, Mr. Suave. Um, just like, uh, just this, like a lot of sharing. Uh, I find that um, people that find a band, they want to tell others about it. Like, oh yeah, these these guys are good. You should listen to them. And it's yeah, I like good that. music demands to be shared. That's uh, what I've always tried to do. Uh, spread the love and. Your music, when I started hearing the singles last year coming out, I mean, they were fantastic. There's obvious, your your inspirations from The Clash and the Buzzcocks and the Jam and so on came through pretty loud and clear. But there's a, you know, it had a really contemporary feel to it as well. Uh, and I, I think there was one single, I even thought it had a little bit of a kind of a 90s sort of almost grunge feel to it. Not grunge like Soundgarden, but something 90s-ish. Uh, so there were a lot of things there that appealed to me. And I think it's it's pretty amazing that you've been able to do these. Well, you have eight singles out, right? But the album that is coming out March 31st, it'll be out by the time people hear this next week. Um, it has new material on it as well, right? It does. Yep. It's got five. Yep. five. Five new songs. Okay. So those uh, 13 songs together, People will be able to get that uh, online at your website. Is that right? Or Bandcamp? On Bandcamp. Bandcamp is the best place for them to go to. That's where I will direct everyone then. We, we just want to do everything all the time. And that's why we call the album All the Things. Um, Thank you. I should have pointed out that the album title is All the Things. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that's it's good that you're uh, doing some self-promotion there oh look at me <laughs> let me ask you this about uh some of your inspirations for this album do you have specific songs that you know when you're writing a song do you think this is the kind of song i want this to turn out to be or is it i just absolutely don't want it to sound like anything else there are a couple songs that aren't I wouldn't call them like super mod because they sound more like bad religion to me. You know, they're very fast, <laughs> very, like there's a couple that are more ragers like that. And uh, yeah, and, uh, I think maybe it was All in Time has a pretty mod, but a kind of that mod punk jam feel to it. Um, and then there were a couple that, that really did just stand out as pretty punk rock. But that's okay. The mod bands and mods have always had a, a decent uh, punk inclination. I think the two go pretty much hand in hand. One of the songs, like before, uh, before it had the lyrics and we had worked on the music. The working title for it was WWPWD, which stands for "What Would Paul Weller Do?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. On that one, yeah. we kind of had a maybe an inkling that that would. Yes, yeah, some, sometimes we kind of know what direction these things are going to go, but other times they're, they end up pretty far from where they started. Like um, um, if, you're, if you know Top It Up, that, I think that, that was the last single. Mm -hmm. That started off in a way different place than it ended up. That was almost like a mid-tempo, angly thing when it started. And by the time it finished, it was a raver. So yeah. <laughs> we, uh, when it, it started just, out, it it just ended up that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> twice as fast is one of you the primary songwriter or do you share that around all three of you or i'll usually come up with um with some ideas and some some hooks and then we all just sort of like chime in and, and make it into a real song i wouldn't say it's a process but we kind of had this thing where linda comes up with lots of little ideas and then she and i beat them into shape for a while and turn them into something that um seems like a song and then we get it to Ron and uh, he helps us to uh, to polish it off and add other parts and fix things. Yeah, fix them up. So that, that works out pretty well. So for the new album coming, do you have any shows that are lined up to after that to, you know, sort of tour it, so to speak? The week after we get back from England, we're going to be playing at the Boston Calling Festival, uh, which is nice. a big, big show with lots of big stars on it. So we're excited to be part of that. Would you be open to coming to the West Coast sometime? I think there's a lot of places out here where you could get a pretty good crowd going. Seattle certainly would be interesting. Yeah, and, we uh, would love to do that. And um, uh, I would love to get together with uh, Star Collector from Vancouver and oh, yeah. try to like maybe do a little little thing with them guys. And uh, yeah, That's definitely know. in our in our heads. You know, we, um, we've got a couple of Seattle connections, at least loose ones. And, uh, and it just, it seems like, uh, sort of all things are kind of pointing in that direction at some point. And so I, I think we'd like to do that if we can make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that would be great. Um, and also there's, uh, bands from Portland, RAF and others that, uh, certainly would be worth getting together with out here too. Yeah. But I, I'd be excited to see you come to town if that I'm ever. I'm looking forward to playing the, the Mr. Suave's, um, big festival. <laughs> well, uh, um, aside from your own music and what your inspirations were, what are things that you're listening to right now? Is there anything that's catching your ear that you're excited about or 
you mentioned liking to share good music. So is there something you want to share? Um, I really like the new Len Price 3 album, um, like Star Collector. This band, Sharp Class. Um, oh, yeah. London Mod Band. We're actually going to be playing with them when we're in England. So Oliver exciting. Orton. Yes. I had him right. on last year. He's a he's an amazing young man. Yeah. They're they're sharp, all right. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we're playing with them in uh, in London for the, the middle show of that uh, that tour. But um, the other ones that um, well, one of the other uh, bands that we've been keeping an eye on is the um, the Corets, and they're uh, <laughs> they're pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stuff I've been listening to is kind of all over the map. Anything with a you know with a hook and a and, and a crunchy guitar, everything from kind of like the Interrupters to reflectors we'll sell a lot of them snail mail she's her new record is great flatliners kind of straight up punk so kind of a mix of like singer songwriter punk rock like yeah i'm pretty adhd if it's two and a half minutes and it's uh <laughs> it goes at about 160 bpm or higher I'm, I'm i'm pretty good with it yeah that sounds like me most of the time um yeah, those are those are good see now i've got a couple of uh ideas because i don't know who snail mail is She's she's awesome. It's, it's her stage name. Her name is Lindsay Johnston, and she's uh, she started when she was in high school. Actually, her first record came out when she was fifteen or sixteen, and wow. now she's at the ripe old age of twenty-one. And she came out with a record uh, called Valentine. It's just really powerful stuff. And uh, went to buy right. tickets for a show in in here in Boston next week, and it's sold out in a two thousand seat room. So I guess I'm not the only one into her. But yeah, you should check her out. Really interesting stuff. I always like to find good new music. So. Well, I want to thank you guys um, for jumping on the call here and talking a little bit. Your new album is coming out March 31st. The album title is All the Things. I will direct people to Bandcamp, the Chelsea Curve at Bandcamp to get that. We'll definitely make sure that it uh, becomes a gold or platinum release, right? <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Perfect. Swan. That's all we ask. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much. And I will... Uh, I will help get that word out about the new album. Thank you so Thanks, much. Man. Thanks, Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. All right got to implore you to get on over to the modcast homepage and check out the chelsea curves brand new video for jamie come on it's a brand new song for them you won't be sorry you did and then uh, you'll want to head over to Bandcamp, get the new album all the things from red on red records 13 tracks total including five brand new songs so let's recap mrsuave.com to watch the video dig on that then over to Bandcamp. a lot of work for your fingers there i know but your ears at least will be glad you done it and speaking of new tunes i'm gonna play you a few of those suggestions from the chelsea curve so let's dig those tunes right here right now
wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Welcome back to the Modcast. Most of that last little set was thanks to the uh, great heads up from the Chelsea Curve. Except for that last band right there who I threw in there because, well, hell, you heard the song. That was Christian Blunda with Hyperblaster. That's putting it mildly, really, don't you think? Channeling all sorts of cool, good stuff. Uh, Channeling some glam rock. There's a little bit of cheap trick in there, maybe. Power pop. Uh, Just a shit ton of energy. That's how you get what Christian, formerly of Patsy's Rats and the Mean Jeans, is pushing out right now ahead of uh, a new album coming, the Funky Punks in Space album, due to release in April. And ahead of that were Canadian Punks Flatliners. They were doing Infinite Wisdom from their 2017 album Inviting Light. Nice mix of indie rock with some punk overtones. Definitely less hard thrashing punk than some of the band's earlier stuff, but still it's a pretty powerful punch. And before that, you heard the world's greatest two-person rock and roll ensemble. At least that's what it says on their website, and it's not wrong. That was the Corettes. And man, don't they just tear it up? It's a brand new song from them called Ringo. comes from their new release, Back in Mono. Don't you just love all the love Ringo's been getting of late? I was just discussing this with a friend of the show, Mary, Queen of Cosmos, and it gave us an idea for a future modcast. You'll hear more about that, well, in the future. And right before them was another band well-known to the modcast. That is the Lynn Price 3 with She Came From Out of the Sun. And that comes off their forthcoming album, Ip Dip Doo. At least, I guess the digital release is still to come. But there are CDs out there in the world, I know, because I got one, and then I had to track down a CD player to listen. But I am damn glad I did. Uh, the, the new Len Price 3 release is the bomb, as the kids used to say. So those were a few songs recommended by the Chelsea Curve, some of the stuff they're listening to right now. Lucky for us, now we're listening to it as well. Time to wrap it up right now. Be sure to check out the Chelsea Curves new album, All the Things. I've got a link up to their Bandcamp page on the Modcast homepage at mrswab.com. As always, you can find a full track list there, as well as bonus videos and all sorts of good stuff. And you can keep up with me on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Not TikTok. Never TikTok. So I got one more track for the shady rock and rollers out there. A well-dressed band with a down and dirty sound. Draws equally on power pop, glam rock, and some sort of otherworldly garage-ish guitar goodness that uh, allows them to belt out songs that both draw you in and knock you back. Bit of a contrast at times as what makes listening to it so great. Here then, closing things out is a band that brings it hard. This is Watts with Shady. I'm Mr. Swan. Thanks for listening.